Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. Hey everyone, welcome back to the All Things Gymnastics podcast. I'm Ashley. And I'm Brittany. And this is the podcast where we talk about all things gymnastics. And this week we are so excited to be sitting down with rising Michigan senior Naomi Morrison. Naomi, of course, was a part of the team who won Michigan's first NCAA title in program history during her freshman year, and she's been a key part of Michigan's success ever since, with her amazing Yurchenko one and a half, her picture-perfect ginger on bars, and one of the best full-twisting double backs college gymnastics has ever seen. We are so excited to have Naomi on the show this week to chat about her incredible career so far and what the future has in store. So we hope you all enjoy, and please welcome to the show, Naomi Morrison. So how's your summer going? It's going well. It's a little busy, um, busy, but I'm learning a lot. So I'm doing an internship right now. So I'm juggling that, which is basically a nine to five. So then I have to find a way to weave in like practice and lifting with that. When I first started, I was like, this is the worst thing of my life. But now that I got a handle on things, I'm like, oh, this is terrible. I'm a full adult now. So, <laughs> so can you share what the internship is? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm working with Eli Lilly. So the pharmaceutical company. So I'm working in sales and I'm working in their diabetes unit. So I'm, I'm a sales rep for the summer. Okay. okay. So now is that internship in Ann Arbor or are you doing it back at home? Um, it's sort of, it was sort of hybrid. So I'm stationed in Ann Arbor right now, but there was a period where I was online for training. And then I actually went to Indianapolis cause that's where headquarters is. And I did training there as well. So I've been, I've been all over the place, but right now I'm in Ann Arbor. So that's good. And how many days a week is that? Five days a week, Monday to Friday. Yeah. Well, so you're like really busy then. Dang. I'm a businesswoman. I'm in business cash and everything. Yeah, <laughs> love it. That really sounds like a full-time job. And then you're training on top of that. Like, do you ever just take days to chill or do you not have time to chill? I, yeah, I, weekends are my days to chill. Um, to, today is actually my day where I get to sleep in. Cause I've been waking up at five 30 almost every day. Oof. So, but honestly, I'm getting used to it. It's really nice. If you wake up that early, it's like everything's still cause nobody is up um, right. during that time. So it's like, this is actually really peaceful. Well, and then your day feels so much longer. It feels like you can accomplish so much more. Cause it feels like you have so many more hours in the day. Cause I guess you kind of do when you wake up that early, like yeah. the world yeah. is still sleeping and you're up getting going. So, I mean, mm-hmm. that's a plus to it. It is. It is. <laughs> so I wanted to go back, I guess, when you first committed to Michigan, because I feel like you were, so you were initially committed to Oregon State, and I feel like that's something that not many people know. So I want to know, I guess, how did you coming to Michigan come to be? Why did you decide to make that switch? And I guess kind of talk about that process. Yeah. So I committed to Oregon State my, I believe it was my sophomore year of high school because back then rules were different. So colleges could reach out to girls as young as, I think I got my first letter in seventh grade. So that young. And at that time, like committing freshman, sophomore year, that was the norm. Um, And 
that was really one of my only opportunities at the time. And I had two other teammates that were going there and my coaches at my JO club, they loved the coaches at Oregon state. And so did I, they were phenomenal. So yeah, I committed cause the people there were great. And I was like, okay, this like, I know people that will be there. The coaches are awesome. I could really see myself here. And then going into my junior year of high school, it was national. So you guys know it's called DP nationals now, but um, this was actually an error on my end and my coach's end, but usually where the dot on the back of your number, if you're committed somewhere, oh. we, didn't, we didn't, we didn't put it, we didn't put it on the back of my, oh. <laughs> oh. Oh. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> so I guess throughout the whole meet, thank the Lord, I had one of the best meets of my life. After that meet, my mom was like, what if I told you that other schools were interested in you? And I was like, excuse me? <laughs> and in gymnastics, loyalty is a big thing. So I like freaked out for a half second. It was still in the arena, like the convention center that we're just in, just finished competing. And I like fell to the floor. I was like, okay, Naomi, get up, get up. You cannot do this. Yeah. Um, so after that, she's like, Michigan is interested in you. And I was like, okay, like that, that's awesome. But in my head, I was like, I can't do anything about that. I already said, I gave these people my word and I can't go back on that. Yeah. And so I was like, that was it. And then I guess my dad behind my back was calling schools. Uh, we'll call Michigan and talk to Bev and Sherm and everyone. And they're like, yeah, like we're super interested in her. And I was like, okay, well, I can't just say no. I have to at least go and get a visit and, and see what that's about. So when I got on campus, everyone talked about the feeling that you'll get when you step on campus. And it's not a bash at Oregon State at all whatsoever. But when I stepped on Michigan's campus, I was like, this is it. Like, this is where I'm supposed to be. It was funny because we just drove up to the big house and I was just looking at a garage. It just had the block M on it. I was like, this is it. I haven't even seen anything. <laughs> um, but I ended up loving the campus, loving the girls, loving um, the coaches. But on top of that, I loved just how it would have challenged me academically as well. Yeah. Um, Michigan has great academics. So I like that I didn't have to sacrifice one for the other. And I'm just so happy for the way that Michigan just has shaped me today into the, not only the athlete, but the person as well. So mm -hmm. I'm happy that I took a leap of faith and was like, okay, let, let's try it out. Let's at least go and see. So, yeah. Can I ask, so when you went to nationals and all the coaches thought you weren't committed, was Michigan the only other school that reached out to you or did like a couple other schools express interest in you as well? There, there's one other school that I guess asked my coach about me. And then when my dad was reaching out to schools, he reached out to them as well, but I don't think he got through. So, okay. Yeah. So overall, how would you like write your recruiting process? Cause some people like it, they think it's fun. And then for some, it's mm -hmm. kind of stressful. What was it for you? Yeah, honestly, mine wasn't stressful whatsoever. I think me being young too, I was like, Oh, this is so cool. Like college next step. But yeah, I, I had a pleasant experience with it. The people that I met were all genuine. They're nice people. And even when I didn't, I guess, accept an offer from one school, they were never like rude to me or never bashed me and things like that. So I had a pleasant experience. So I'm very grateful for that. So I want to walk through some of the highlights of your career, starting with your freshman year when you were part of the team that won the first national title ever for Michigan. Highlight of my life. I'm sure you already know. <laughs> but is that something that when like you first started thinking about going to college, did you ever envision that you would get to be a part of a national championship team as well as a, a team that was doing it for the first time ever in program history? Is that something you ever thought you would do? Honestly, no, <laughs> I never, never thought that I was just excited to be able to do gymnastics at the collegiate level. That was literally it. 
So yeah, I never, never crossed my mind. I was like, I need an NCAA trophy right now. Like this is what I'm training for. So yeah, not at all. For that to happen in your freshman year is just wild. <laughs> I couldn't even imagine being a freshman. There's so much to adjust to yeah. coming into college and, you know, acclimating to college gymnastics. And then mm-hmm. to have such a big moment happen so early in your career is just crazy. <laughs> it, yeah, amazing. Do you think about that moment often? Like, do you find yourself often like reflecting back on that? <laughs> Yeah, I always tell my teammate, the amazing Sierra Brooks, I'm like, I live for that moment. Like, I want to feel that cloud nine again. Like, I want to feel it every single day possible. And I was like, I will do anything to go back in that moment because I wish I could describe to you how cool it felt. I'm just like, I don't It was like, I don't even know. It was so exciting. It was so awesome. It was like almost like disbelief, but also like you're proud of yourself as well. Yeah. Literally cloud nine and more. So it was, I think about it all the time. Do you feel like that moment put pressure on, not not just for you, but even your teammates, if you could speak kind of in general to the Michigan team, do you feel like that moment put pressure on you guys going forward to kind of live up to that expectation that you set? Yeah, I, I don't even think just for our team, but anyone who's been at the top, you're going to go into your next season knowing that, hey, I literally achieved what we're all training for and you can't act like people don't know that and you can't act like you've never done it so yeah it does put pressure on you but it's it's all how you react to that pressure you know you can't be like okay every time I go into a competition every time I go out to train I need to prove to these people that I'm the same person we're the same team that we were last year when we won no it's a new team new opportunities new year so it's like what you do with that pressure do I crack under it or are you like okay wait hold up they know that we're good. Let's just show them how good we are. Let's have fun with it. So yes, there is pressure, but it's about what you do with that pressure, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So that following year, your sophomore year, you really had a breakout year. You started doing all around. You were posting really high scores on all of the events, like nine, nine plus almost every single week. Very, very high scores. So what do you think clicked for you between your freshman season and your sophomore season to see like almost a, such a glow up from you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I remember talking about this with you guys when we did the inside gym thing, but after my freshman season, yes, I was happy that we won a national championship, but I only did vault that year primarily, and I wasn't upset with myself, but I knew that there was more in me, and I knew that I was better than just my vault, so after that, it wasn't even, okay, let me show everyone who I am. It's like, no, Naomi, like, you know you're as good as you believe you are. Put it out on the floor. Put it on the floor, so after nationals I was already looking up floor music I was already going back into the gym I was already training just because I just wanted to get better and I'm always I'm so obsessed with growth and seeing my potential and coming into that so I was like there's I can't stop myself from reaching the potential that I want to so I think I was just driven to be the best that I could possibly be yeah and so that same year you guys had the meet at Rutgers I'm sure you know (laughs) Mm-hmm. Yeah. moment where <laughs> there was just so many tens in a row that the entire gym tonight exploded pretty much. So it started out with Gabby on floor. Then you guys went to vault. Raina got a ton in the lead up spot on vault. High school, I think was next. Then that, or that may have been backwards, but basically there was all those tens in a row. Then you followed up a stick of your own and the judges had the audacity to give you a 9975 when it was just as good as the most before you. <laughs> so I want to know do you when you did that vault did you know like, did you feel like it was perfect honestly I've seen tweets about it and I'm not really on Twitter that much 
I didn't feel like it was perfect. <laughs> no, really? but it is. I mean, yeah. Um, I mean, I guess my, if this is just me being critical of myself, my entry onto the table is kind of short. And I feel as if one of my, like, my left foot might have scooted a bit. So when I saw the score, I was like, okay, good. Like, it, it was, I didn't feel like it was perfect. It would have been nice to be thrown a 10, but yeah. I want to be able to, like, feel confident in the skill that I do and the turn that I do and be like, okay, that's deserving of one. Yeah. So I guess yeah. some people hear this, they're going to be like, oh, my gosh, no way her foot moved. <laughs> yeah, everyone's going to go back and, like, zoom in. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I think it was perfect, personally. If I was the yeah. judge, I would have given you a 10. Yes, I agree. Yeah. <laughs> so in moments like that, when everyone is sticking and, like, you know that the judges are clearly, like, willing to throw out a 10, which they're not always willing to do, especially in the Big Ten Conference. Um, so when you're in a moment like that, does that almost put more pressure on you to feel like you have to stick and like, this is my moment. If I want a 10, like this is the time to do it. Like, how do you not get in your head about that? 100, 100%, yeah, you feel that way. Um, I remember at the end of the runway because the first three people literally stuck flawless vaults and then it was me, Sierra and Gabby left and we all were just like looking at each other like, what is going on? So yeah, there is that pressure of like, okay, everything's going great every like the stars are aligning like what about me <laughs> so yeah. there was a little a little bit of nerves at the end of the runway but at the end of the day at least for me I was like okay I can't focus on doing a perfect vault just because my teammates did a perfect vault let me just go out and do the do my vault <laughs> first and foremost and then we'll see what happens so yeah I there was an expectation of okay Naomi it, it, it it's not gonna look good if you don't stick <laughs> but um at the end of the day I was like okay that that really doesn't matter it doesn't matter like this rotation will be amazing regardless of the outcome of the last three people yeah well um, kudos to you because I would totally crumble if I, <laughs> I would be falling <laughs> uh, yeah I would be on my butt <laughs> so funny so I want to ask you about the team's mindset. I guess the last two seasons, you guys had really, really strong seasons. And then in postseason, it didn't quite end the way that you guys were probably hoping that it did. So in yeah. moments like that, how does the team kind of like recoup, handle that disappointment and then move forward from that? At least for the team, I think one thing that we're good at is allowing ourselves to sit in it for a bit. Um, but not too long, because if you sit in your defeat for so long, then you allow that to consume you, and that might become your identity going into the next season. So at least for us, we all took a day, like right after regionals, to just, I guess, cry, <laughs> cry, um, and just like, I guess, sulk or things like that. I don't even know. I'm trying to think of the right word, but just let yourself um, feel it. Yeah, literally, just let yourself sit in the dirt, and that's what we did. And then after that, we're like, okay failures are going to happen. What do you do with it? So after that, we went back into the gym and we're like, okay, so that happened. This is our reality. There's no changing the past. There's nothing we can do about it. We can't admit that, Hey, that wasn't our best meet and it happened at the wrong time. Yeah. <laughs> um, but instead of thinking about it, like I said, it's not going to change the past. What can we do to make sure that it doesn't happen again? You know? Um, and that means that we train with everything inside of us. We give our absolute 100% in everything that we do. And, you know, we just put our hard work and everything out there on the floor. So it's not so much like I think you do have to allow yourself to sit in it and be like, okay, this is our reality. And then just move forward after that. Going back to regionals this past season, did you guys know how close the meet was? I don't know if you or anyone on the team is like a scoreboard watcher, but did you have any idea that it was coming down to the wire and things were that close? Not at all. No, we, uh, we say stay in our bubble, stay in our bubble. So um, 
at least we try not to look at scores there will always be that one person that's like oh man <laughs> like right. somebody on the team knows <laughs> yeah but honestly I don't know I think you can just like feel the shift in like the atmosphere as well so once yeah. you felt that especially after ball there was just like this feeling of ooh, like okay wait yeah <laughs> that, that wasn't that wasn't it um so it was just like this feeling of uncertainty so I think I at least for me speaking for myself I really felt that shift after our last routine on ball mm-hmm. well and you guys did so well at regional it's not like you guys had a bad meet by any means like you guys did do really well and you qualified Michigan qualified for individuals to NCAAs yourself included so what was that experience like it was honestly <laughs> the way I figured out was so funny I after that meet we like went over to our parents for giving them hugs. I was hugging my mom. I was crying and she was like, dad's going to come to your meet in Texas. I was like, mom, what are you talking about? Like you, you literally just saw what happened. There's no way any of that's going to happen. She's like, no, like you qualified as an individual. I was like, and in that moment, I was like, you've got to be kidding me. <laughs> like, there's no way. Like I, if I'm going to nationals, I want my team to be there. Um, so in that moment, I was I was literally shocked, but I was also excited to have another opportunity for the end of the season. And I'm not going to say I wasn't grateful because I was totally, I'm 100% grateful. But in the moment, I was like, wow, there, there's no way. There's no way. So, yeah, figuring it out was so funny because there was literally, like, tears in my eyes. And I was, like, looking around and looking at all my teammates, like, crying, everyone giving each other hugs. So, yeah, but after, after figuring out that I wasn't going alone, I was going with three other of my teammates. It's like, okay, like one last hurrah girls one last hurrah yeah gives you a chance to go out on a better note for the season yeah yeah so you've done a lot of stuff in your career that a lot of gymnasts would die to be able to say that they did in their career obviously the NCAA team championship but also you know individual qualified NCAAs two-time Big Ten champion a part of too many program records to count. Um, you've seen attendance records at Chrysler. I mean, so many incredible things. And you're going to be, you know, part of a history book page for Michigan that we're going to talk about and remember forever. So going into your senior season, what are the goals and how do you continue to find new goals when you've seen and done so much in your career? And I just love growth. And I know that no matter how much you accomplish, there's still more growing that I can do. So when I set my goals, I'm like, okay, Yes, I was able to get this score, but what else can I fix in like the little details? So like on bars, my goal is always to flatten out that my cast handstand because I'm not one of those queens that has a flat line. So I have to continually work on that. Um, So that's a little goal just to like, I don't I don't know, make sure that I'm that my gymnastics is the same that I want it to be. And then, yeah, just focusing on those little details, like where can I point my toe? Where can I open my shoulders? Where can I do this? Where can I do that? Where can I make sure that I turn a bad habit into a good habit? Where can I change that habit? So like, even now I'm working on fixing my back handspring on beam because I'm <laughs> my back handspring. They're not terrible. Miley was telling me they're not terrible. Um, you just need to fix one little thing. So just really focusing on those little skill uh, on those little things. And then I guess that's where I will see, well, where I would be pleased with like the outcomes and being fine with the goals that I set, if that makes any sense. No, totally. It does. What about team goals? And I know you guys obviously haven't probably had a chance to get together as a team and like actually talk about next season yet, but um, just right now at this point, like what would you say are some of the team goals for next season? At least in your opinion. I mean, the obvious, everyone's team goal is to win an NCAA championship, but also I think 
a lot of the goals, I mean, one big goal is like just within the team. So when things go bad, there are often times where like people are like, oh no, like what's going to happen if like a meet isn't going our way? Like we sort of like, I don't, I guess crumble, but realizing, okay, if things go bad, remember to stay optimistic and remember like to trust the process and just stay in it to stay present. So I think that's one thing that we're focusing on is just staying present even when things won't go away and that's just not for me but that's just for the whole season as well and then goal is just making sure you're putting your best foot forward making sure you're in the gym just to you know give yourself the best opportunity going into season making sure you're lifting just holding yourself accountable as well so really making sure that you're giving 110 percent into the work that you're doing but also making sure you're having fun with it enjoy it it's your last right. couple of years of gymnastics don't be too hard on yourself like if you make a mistake I mean in practice be fine with that and adjust it you know and just enjoy the time that you have doing the sport that you've done for so long love it so do you have any new skills that you're training that you want to have in your routine next year are you kind of just like you said refining and going back to the basics and all that yeah uh, I started working a front through to double tuck um so that connection pass because I mean I don't know if your heads went there but two pass routines are so common now and um I was like, I don't, I don't know if I'm going to switch to two pass whatsoever, but if um, the opportunity during season, season, if something doesn't go well and I have to switch, I want to be prepared for that. So yeah. training that, but all the rest of the events, it's just maintenance, <laughs> just maintenance. So what about your floor team for next season? I have to ask, it's obviously still early on, but have you started to think about like floor music wise, what you want to do? And cause you're like one of our favorite performers on floor. So I, I just had oh. to ask you this question. <laughs> that's so kind thank you that's so sweet um yeah um Miley uh, so she's in charge of our music as you know and we start working on that as soon as season ends so a lot of us I mean even some of us already have like their finished product and are already getting their choreography so yeah I have yeah I have my music in already and I'm just waiting for my turn to get it cut so yeah I'm super excited it's still like the same feeling that I've had the last couple of years um but that's like your your vibe like you it is my vibe (laughs) (laughs) it is my vibe so I've allowed it to be a staple in uh, my collegiate um, career so we're just we're just going to keep it that way (laughs) I love it and it's different than what other gymnasts are doing it's not like that I don't don't know like stereotypical college gymnastics floor routine it's it's different and you stand out for that thank you that's so kind (laughs) So the last, well, I guess the last like big question we have, then we have some fun questions to wrap up, but you are a part of the last group of athletes, last class of athletes, I should say that will have the option to take a fifth year um, because of COVID. So I don't know if you are comfortable sharing, but I, of course we have to ask, do you have any like thoughts or plans or hopes to take a fifth year or are you kind of still in the deciding process? Still in the deciding process, I'll tell you that, but I can tell you where my where my mind is, at least. Um, yeah, the opportunity is phenomenal, at least to do another year of gymnastics, but also have a paid master's from Michigan. So that's very, very hard to pass up. I'm just going to put that out there. Um, but it's just an amazing opportunity, and I'm not really one to pass up an opportunity, but I also have to see where my body is at the end of season because season hasn't even started, and it's a little too soon to make a definite decision to make a definite answer, but don't worry. I put, I'm still putting a lot of thought into it. Don't, okay, don't, don't worry. I, it's something that I think about all the time. So. Okay. Good. We just didn't want the answer to be flat out. No, this is my last season. So we'll, we'll take that answer. Even yes. if it's not a definite yes, we'll take that. You're okay. considering. <laughs> yeah. Definitely considering. 
Okay. So to wrap up, we have a couple like random fun questions just for people to get to know you a little bit better. So this one is probably not really applicable to most of our audience, but it matters to us. What's your favorite restaurant in Ann Arbor? That's hard. There are so many good ones. Do yeah, I have to say give, one? No, 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 no. Give, like, okay. you, you can give 20, honestly. Go okay, off. Good. Okay. I love Chapala. It's a Mexican restaurant. Have you guys been there before? No. no. Okay. I love, you guys, I love Mexican. I'm not big. I'm Mexican. Like, she always gets mad at me because she wants Mexican and I'm like preventing her. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the best of the best. I love it's it's so it's really, it's really, really good. Really good. Chapala, Frida Batitas. Have you guys tried that? Yes, that's, that's my favorite place. So good. Mm-hmm. She's so good. <laughs> um, I'm such a foodie, so I, I love anything food, as well as Moni. So it's Italian if you guys like Italian. Ooh, love Italian. What's it called? Moni. Uh, I don't know. Is it downtown? Yeah, it's like the fun thing about it. Okay, so I know one of you guys said that one likes Mexican, one doesn't. So Mani is Italian and it actually has like a sister restaurant that's Mexican. So like if like uh, one wants to go to Mani, one wants to go to, I mean, it's Alita, I think it's called, go there. Um, but yeah, that's the cool thing about it. Um, I love that else? we can like divide and conquer, you know? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And then compare and contrast which foods are better. Yeah. Um, um, what else do I like? I also like cooking myself. So I was just going to ask you that because I think I, it was the other day and I think it was a TikTok. You were making mac and cheese and it looked so good. <laughs> yeah, so, so yummy. I love cooking whenever I have free time. I like love looking for new recipes and I, it's just a lot of people don't like it because they say it wastes a lot of time, but honestly, it's very therapeutic for me. Yeah. Do you cook for your teammates? I have, yeah, in the past. Right before me, I made pasta and Carly and JC came over and we ate it together. Um, and we cooked the mac and cheese for actually Kaylin and JC and Farah and Ashley, everyone in their house. So yeah, I, I, I cook for them sometimes. Love that. <laughs> okay, next question. Who was your idol in the sport growing up? Honestly, I have to I have to say my sister, <laughs> my older sister, Faith. So she went to the University of Washington up in Seattle. And she uh, how many years older? She, she's a couple years older than me. We'll just put it that way. I'm not going to do all the counting right now. We don't want to do that to you. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's fine. I'm full of energy. Um, but yeah, just because we trained in the same gym and just being at different levels. I was a level seven when she was a level 10. So just to be able to see her go into practice day in, day out and like have that same grit and have that same determination, I've absolutely admired. And she had some hardships within the sport and to see her overcome that was absolutely amazing. So she's definitely my biggest idol and someone that I look up to. And she's definitely my biggest fan as well. So I love her to death. What about your favorite way to spend a day off? Favorite? Oh, that's so hard. Cause I could choose, I could choose like different ways. Okay. If I'm lazy, then I will stay in. I will take a nap. I will watch a movie. Um, if I'm in the mood to be social, if my social battery is not low, then I love spending time with friends and family and I guess cooking or just relaxing as well. And I enjoy going on walks. So I go on a walk or two and I just listen to music and stuff, but that, those were a lot of answers, but I, I could have just picked one. <laughs> no, that's totally fine. You have a whole day. You got to do multiple things. You can't just like do one thing the whole day. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I'm also a big like Marvel nerd. So I watch any Marvel movie because okay. those can, if you watch like six or even three, four of them, that's like your whole entire day. So yeah, I love, I love that. What about the hardest skill that you've trained, but never competed? A Takashi. 
<laughs> on bars yeah I it was funny last season I went up to Sherm and I was like Sherm like I I only learn know how to do one release and that's my ginger and I want to learn something else and he's like okay what do you want to try I was like to coach him and so I started on I didn't even get to the normal bar this is how hard it was for me guys I was on like the bounce bar with the handstand and I couldn't I couldn't figure it out I couldn't figure it out and there's one day we just had to call it quits and Sherm was like you know what I think we are okay with the gang girls. Like, I think we are too. I was like, your gang is really good. So Thank you. if it ain't broke, don't fix it. <laughs> I wanted to be versatile. You know, those gymnasts yeah. that can do like everything under the sun. Yeah. I was like, I want to, I want to do that. I want to be cool. Be <laughs> exactly. I want to be that girl, but I'm not that girl. And that is okay. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> so last question, obviously it's the end of the week. So what has been the best part of your week? Ooh, that's pretty nice. I guess I have two. One, I um, door dashed myself DQ last night. So I got like, like a misty freeze. So it's like the slushy mixed with the ice cream. So good. And for all my gymnasts out there who think you can't eat anything bad, everything is good in moderation. So get yourself ice cream, get yourself candy. Okay. We're human. <laughs> so um, I have that. And then honestly, talking to my family and my boyfriend as well. I just love being able to talk to the people that I love um, and just spending time with them. So that's really the highlight of my week. And going to sleep. I love going to sleep at the end of the night. So I, I, I love myself some sleep. <laughs> love that. Highlight of going to sleep. <laughs> going to bed when the day is over. <laughs> that is the best answer to that question ever. <laughs> I love that. I just I had to keep it real. I had to keep yeah. it real. Yeah, always keeping it real. We appreciate that. <laughs> I love that. What about you guys? You guys are interviewing me. Oh. What has been your favorite part of the week? We're probably going to have the same answer. I feel like maybe yeah, not. Probably. Maybe I should shouldn't speak for you, but um, we interviewed Kaya. She lives here in Michigan, but she competes nationally for Finland. She's committed to Missouri, so she's going to defer. So she's not going next year, but she'll be, end up being a Missouri gymnast. But yeah, she trains and lives here in Michigan, and we did a little like video interview feature mm -hmm. thing that we're putting together now with her. So stuff like that always makes my day. Just gymnastics. Yeah, stuff. yeah. <laughs> I was going to say for me either that or this. I've been like so excited to talk to you. So. That's so kind. So I'm like, I was just really looking forward to this. So we interview a lot of gymnasts, but whenever we interview Michigan gymnasts, it's like low key our favorite thing. Yeah. <laughs> We're doing something right. I love that. <laughs> yeah. So thank you for your time. We do appreciate it. I had no idea how busy you are right now. So this makes it even more special. So seriously, thank you. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I would totally, I will always carve out time for you guys. So you guys have been completely awesome for us and our program. So I just love the support that you guys bring us each and every year. So always and don't ever feel bad. Don't ever feel bad. <laughs> Thank you so much. Yeah, we're hoping yeah. to get to the gym sometime soon. Yeah, I, I think we were going to do like a facility tour because um, we do that for inside gymnastics. We go to like different college campuses and do like a, a tour and have someone like show around. So I think we were going to do Raina, but we might be in the gym soon for that. So either way, we'll be in you, the gym. You You'll see us. Either though, if you're a busy working girl. <laughs> I know. I literally, everyone practices in the morning and I have to go in in the afternoon. So mm -hmm. yeah. Okay. So, wait, hold on. What's up with that? Why do you guys train so early? Is that like normal? Like, do you normally do that in the summer? I feel like I uh, <laughs> here that I've seen like, see 
Sierra has posted on TikTok and it's like seven in the morning and she's heading to the gym. And I'm like, why are you up this yeah. morning? Yeah. So it's really dependent on people's schedules. So we have a lot, lot of girls that are doing summer classes and depending, like their classes are either at like 10 or 11 and they go until two. And so like no one really wants to practice really late. And I guess the only option is to do it earlier because our coaches have families as well that they have to attend to and we don't want to pull them from that. Um, so it's just based off of people's schedules and that's where it, that's where it ended up. It's not fun waking up that early, but once you're done, you're done. So you can't complain after that. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I guess you do have like the whole day after that. Well, going back to like that, you waking up at five in the morning or whatever, it gives you like (laughs) so much more time in the day to like get stuff done. It does. It does. We want to say thank you again so much, Naomi, for taking the time to come on our show, especially with how busy your life sounds like it is right now with training and the internship and all that. So thank you so much for giving us a little piece of your time. Yes, we appreciate that so much. And also, I need to let you know that we did try Chapala. You would be proud of me. Well, I was bullied into it by some friends. (laughs) She was she was outnumbered because it was me and two of our friends and we all wanted Mexican. So she was outnumbered, unfortunately. I guess we'll try. And I have to say I got a chicken quesadilla. It was huge and really, really messy. But it was good. (laughs) She said that it was the best quesadilla that she's ever had in her whole life. That's a fact. So maybe there's a possibility I'll go back again. But it was pretty good. But next time we're doing Frida Petitos. That's fine. That's fair. (laughs) So thank you, Naomi, for the suggestion. We appreciate it. And we will see you real soon. So for the question of the week, we selected this one on purpose with this episode because we thought it would be fitting. Someone asked... What started your loving of Michigan? I have been a Michigan fan all my life, and I love Michigan gymnastics so much, too. Do you have a favorite gymnast in college out of everyone this past season? I wonder if they mean on Michigan's team or just in general. I mean, I guess if I'm being fair, my favorite (laughs) gymnasts usually are Michigan gymnasts, so it kind of works. But um, I guess to answer the first part of the question, we obviously are from Michigan, and we live in Ann Arbor now, but we grew up in like a really small town about 40-ish minutes from Ann Arbor. Actually, we'd started off being just like gymnastics fans, more of like the elite side of things. We watched the 2004 Olympics and obviously like Courtney Coupettes and Courtney McCool went on to do college gymnastics. And and we learned about that through Inside Gymnastics Magazine, which is kind of crazy <laughs> because now Ashley works for Inside Gymnastics Magazine. But I remember reading one of the magazines back in like 2005. that's how you found out about news. Yeah, because we didn't have the internet at our house. So like we would get our information well, from and also, Inside I Gymnastics. Things back then, like... Yeah, there was internet, but it wasn't like how it is now. It's not like people are on their phones and you can just go on Twitter and find out what's happening. Oh, right. No, no, no. Internet existed. I'm just saying we didn't have the internet. Like me and Ashley had to like ride our bikes up to our local library to use the computer there that had internet. We were so dedicated, (laughs) but also still the internet wasn't like how it is now. But anyways, yeah, we got our news from funny enough inside gymnastics magazine and we found out there that the courtney's from the 2004 olympics were doing college gymnastics at georgia so and we had no idea what college gymnastics no was. we knew nothing but anyways our mom was like oh well there's like colleges around here like why don't we look and see so i'm pretty sure we went to the library and we looked up the schedule and we saw that georgia was actually coming to michigan and we were like all for that more so, I know this is going to sound really funny now in hindsight, like knowing how big Michigan fans we are, but we were actually there for Georgia. <laughs> yeah, we went there because of the Courtney's. Like, that was why. Like, we were just so stoked to see them. So, of course, we were at Chrysler, but we were kind of 
rooting for Georgia because it had two of our favorite gymnasts on their team. And I don't really remember like how it progressed from there, but we just kept going back and then we became Michigan fans. And season ticket holders. Like yeah. I was from like 2011, I think on, or 2012 maybe, we've been season ticket holders ever since. So I can't really explain like exactly how it happened, but we went from going to watch Georgia to giving the home team a chance and here we are because <laughs> our families aren't really super big sports fans so it wasn't like we grew up with our parents watching like michigan football or anything like that like it didn't really matter like no one really had an opinion on it right but then when we were old enough to start forming our own opinions and of course you know going to gymnastics meets michigan was always a pretty good team they weren't quite at the level i would say that they are currently as in being one of the top like three teams in the country typically they were more ranked in like the 10th mm -hmm. that kind of region but they were really good um and they had a lot of potential and i think that we saw that potential in them and so then i think and I, i'm sure this is something that most people can relate to but i feel like it's so much fun to root for like the underdog you mm -hmm. know what i mean and, and to me michigan was always the underdog team which is funny now because they ended up winning the national championship and they've again been such a a really a, a top team for the last couple of seasons but back when we first started it wasn't like that it was mm -hmm. michigan was just like hoping to make it to the finals to the super six mm -hmm. that was like the big goal for them well and they made it to the super six in 2011 which is like right around the time we started watching college gymnastics and that was the only time that they made it to the finals at ncaa's until 2021 when they won which is so, so it has been a journey for us michigan fans for <laughs> sure they made it to nationals i think like a couple times but never actually making it to the finals our entire basically existence as michigan gymnastics fans so <laughs> so winning in 2021 was um quite the reward even for the fans <laughs> right because like i said it has been a, a a long journey with a lot of ups and a lot of downs i think what also probably helped us become fans as well is just like we we started going to ann arbor a lot for like <laughs> this is gonna sound weird but like even like medical things like we had appointments and or at least i did Brittany was like the unproblematic child so she never had any like issues that involved medical I, care i had no ailments <laughs> but like i was at university of michigan for like dental stuff i had like a big facial surgery when i was younger um and i had a lot of appointments there my surgery was done at Uni university of michigan hospital and we just went we started going to the area a lot on top of gymnastics meets and truthfully we just this might sound like kind of corny but we just like fell in love with the area yeah i distinctly remember being a kid with my parents my parents were driving obviously i'm in the back seat driving down main street in ann arbor and just being in awe because me and ashley like we said we came from like a very small town and so like, like cornfields and trees and that's it literally our parents house is surrounded by fields i'm not even kidding you so like to be driving downtown ann arbor and how like alive the city fell and there was people all over the place and there was music playing and like cool lights and murals on the walls and it just felt like such a fun vibe that i distinctly remember saying like i want to live here someday mm -hmm. it's cool that we do now live here but I, I just love ann arbor i think there's so much that the city has to offer it's considered to be one of the top college towns i like what naomi said when she said that like she saw like the michigan m on like the side of a garage and like <laughs> just like had this like feeling like she had to go to Michigan and I'm like honestly same because I relate like, to that so much. I would see Michigan on like the side of a trash can and be like oh, 
go blue. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> no, I know. It sounds so cheesy, but I think anybody who's a fan of any team, like for us, it's Michigan, but for you, it may be a different team. I think we all relate to that feeling. Like once you find your team and that place that feels like home for you, and like Michigan always felt like home. And in it's my soul. definitely easier when like you live where that team is at. Like, of course, there's going to be people that are fans of, like, Florida or Utah or whatever, but, like, they don't live there. They're just, like, fans from afar. I think, actually, like, being able to go to all the home meets, being able to go in the gym, and being able to, like, now that we're older and, like, with our jobs and stuff, like, go, like, do interviews and, like, do these projects and, like, film things with the team. You feel more involved, I think, that way. Yeah, and I think it just, like, if you think my passion for Michigan is going away anytime soon, it's not. <laughs> No, truly, like, I always think this. It doesn't matter how the team does. When you're a fan at this level, you're, like, dedicated. You're always a fan. Like, it doesn't matter how good or how bad they do. I'm, like, diehard Michigan. Like, I'm just with them through it all. Because I just feel like that's how it is when you're, like, a true fan. Like, my love for them is not contingent on how well they're doing. It's because I love the school. I love Ann Arbor. I love the team. The girls are so, so nice to us. Um, the coaches have been great and it allowed us to, you know, pretty much come in, watch practice whenever we want. And I feel like that's something that, like, we wouldn't be able to do that anywhere else. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess maybe if we lived there, but like, usually if we're going into a gym, it's We've for something like- We've been to other like, gyms and it's not the same. <laughs> no, I just, when I go into other gyms, I just miss Michigan. <laughs> like, I, I don't mean that in like a, like a rude way. Like, you know, it just Michigan feels like home to me. And it's like, the, those are my people. So like- <laughs> When I'm around other teams and they're like super, super nice and I love their facility and I love all these things, but I'm like, I can't wait to go home and like go to Michigan because <laughs> I love them. You're yeah. like, I'm scheduling a visit from Michigan next week. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> so but anyways, hopefully yeah. that makes sense. I mean, I think we're just trying to explain our thought process. It's hard to explain why you like the things that you like or why you are the way that you are. Sometimes <laughs> it's just a feeling. Yeah. But it definitely started with Courtney McCool and Courtney Kupetz. So we had to thank them for like um, bringing us to college gymnastics in the first place. Because oh, we had no idea that it even existed. I literally did. I don't remember if we've said this on the show before, but when we went to George's gym last summer, I literally, like, I couldn't help myself. I had to tell Courtney, like, you are the reason that I got into, first of all, college gymnastics, but really gymnastics in general. It was Carly Patterson, but also, like, Courtney McCool and Courtney Capetz. Those were, like, my girls. Mm-hmm. Like, I was, like, ride or die for them back in 2004 and 2005 and, like, that whole era when we first started watching gymnastics. So when we went to Georgia and I, like, had the opportunity to, like, talk to Courtney, I'm like, I am so sorry. Like, I need to get a picture with you and I have to say that. <laughs> You're like, I understand that I'm supposed to be professional, but can I get a photo? <laughs> Literally. I'm like, I, you don't understand. Like, I need to get this photo. <laughs> like, this is my, like, this is for my inner child. <laughs> like, she needs this photo and she also needs to tell you that... I, you're my idol. <laughs> so. <laughs> so to answer the second part of the question, um, do you have a favorite gymnast in college out of everyone this past season? So I am glad you specified this past season because I have no way that there's no way that I can pick a favorite like of all time or just like when you open it up so broad like that, like I can't pick. But this past season makes it a little bit easier because my instinct goes to Natalie Boychuk, Abby High School and Abby Brenner. And Nicoletta Kulos. Um, Honestly, the entire Michigan team. I literally cannot pick. I love all of them. But I'm saying them specifically this past season because it was their final season of gymnastics and because they did so much for Michigan gymnastics. Yeah. So just like seeing them all have incredible seasons. And And of course, Brenner was at Utah, but like she still is my girl. You know what I mean? Like, it doesn't matter that she (laughs) transferred. I'm like, you're still 
Like, we got each other. Like, I love you. Right. So if I had a pick, it's really hard to pick, but I would say them last season just because it was their final season and just like the last hurrah and like watching them all do their own things and see them doing so well and just so much love for that group. So yeah, totally. That would be my answer. I would agree with that. If we had to pick somebody maybe outside of Michigan, who is your favorite non-Michigan gymnast? Hmm. I mean, this is kind of like really basic but i would say trinity thomas i mean how can you not (laughs) yeah no i love trinity i think she's a super nice girl i think that her obviously her gymnastics is amazing um and she's gonna go down in history as one of the greatest college gymnasts of all time so i think i'm always like when i'm trying to like be in the moment and enjoy someone's gymnastics i think about the fact that like we're watching history and like how grateful I am to even be a gymnastics fan in a time where someone like Trinity Thomas is doing what she's doing. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's incredible. So she's just fun to watch too. Yeah. I would say her. Um, I also really love Miley O'Keefe. Her gymnastics is like perfect to me. Mm-hmm. She's so much fun to watch um, on every single event. So I would also probably say her. If you have a question that you want us to answer in a future episode, we always have a link in the show notes down below to an anonymous submission form where you can send your questions. It can be about college gymnastics. It can be about elite um, predictions, thoughts, feelings. I mean, pretty much anything that you guys want to know. We take a question every episode and we answer it. So make sure you go check that out if you have a question that you want to be answered. That does it for this week's episode. We hope you guys enjoyed it. And of course, we have to say thank you again to Naomi for taking the time to come on our show. We had so much fun talking to you and we are wishing you all the best going into your senior season. We also want to thank our Gold Level Patreon supporters. So a big thank you to ML, Megan W, Katie C, Casey, MSU, Kimberly G, Randy B, Amy M, Emily B, Kathleen R, Lucy S, Becca S, Blake B, Cookie Master, Faith M, Kristen R, Lori S, Sabrina M, Amy C, Erica S, Milan W, M, Derek H, Abby M, Martin, and Jasmine C. Thank you all for continuing to support our show each month at the highest tier level. We love you guys so, so much. You help make this podcast what it is, and we seriously cannot thank you enough for your support. So if you are interested in becoming a Patreon supporter, we have three tier levels ranging from $1 a month to $5 a month. And if you go to the Patreon link in the show notes down below, you can get a breakdown of the perks of each tier level, what you get for each here and all of that so we're trying to get better at posting more i don't know for some reason my mind wants to go to the word exclusive but that's not the word i'm looking for just like more i mean it's patreon it's bonus content for patreons and we actually have quite a bit out right now so we have a couple interviews in the works which we're going to keep secret for now but if you're a gold or silver patreon you can find out who they are in the app and ask questions yes and then we also just released our thoughts on the australian Australian national champion Heath Thorpe not making the world's team so if you're a gold level patreon and you go to the app you can hear our thoughts on that whole situation because we have a lot of thoughts and it's really messy well our thoughts aren't messy what happened was messy but we don't really talk about men's gymnastics too much on the podcast so we figured we have thoughts why don't just record it and upload it as like a little bonus mini episode for our patreon so that's there 
We've been doing a lot of early releases, so all the interviews we do, for the most part, we get it up a week early for Patreon, so if you're a gold-level Patreon, you can listen to our interviews a week early before they're released to the public. Sometimes they're video, we're trying to do a little bit more video podcasts. Um, so yeah, we're, we're kind of amping up the Patreon perks, so make sure if you don't have the Patreon app on your phone, download it, because I feel like a lot of our Patreons, which is, this is super nice, you guys like donate your money to us but then you're not actually like using the app and getting the perks and i'm like please like get the app like at least like get something out of it right <laughs> but anyhow we thank you guys so much for your support and love especially recently so we appreciate it so very much and we'll talk to you real soon bye bye